Today's podcast is uh, from an interview I did with Asita Hantana um, for a show called One Minute Motivation. Uh, it's an English interview. I think ඔගොල්ලෝ අහලා බලන්න මේ මේක ඊයේ පෙරේ දකරපු වැඩක් ගොඩක් අයට රීච් වුණාද කියලා මම දන්නේ නැහැ. ඒ කින්ද මම හිතුවා මේක එපිසෝඩ් එකක් වශයෙන් අප්ලෝඩ් කරන්න කියලා බලලා එදා සිට අද වෙනකල් ප්‍රශ්න ගොඩකට උත්තර දෙනවා. එන පොඩ්කාස්ට් එක අහලා බලන්න. You are connected with One Minute Motivation Community, the place to connect with positive individuals who can make a real difference in your life. Friends, my name is Asi, and I'm the founder of One Minute Motivation Community, and you are watching why I do what I do. Friends, this moment is a very special moment for me. Now, let me tell you why. Few years back, before I started this community, I saw a video clip, a Sri Lankan guy giving a Polish sales pitch and convincing some foreigners on a famous TV show. It's called Shark Tank. And I was so amazed and I was so inspired by his energy and his passion. I thought to myself, Asi, man, you need to speak to him. You need to find his story. A long story short, two weeks back, I accidentally virtually bumped into him on social media and immediately wrote to him asking for an interview. And this is, uh, this is what he replied. He said, uh, hey, Asita, Thanks for reaching out. Let's do it. And that statement shows a great character in him. He's not only rich, he's humble and humble enough to share his wisdom with the world. Out of immense pleasure, I am inviting the one and only Kamaj Silva. <laughs> Hi guys. Hi Esther. Hello Kamaj. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation uh, Kamaj. Great to have yeah. you here. Thanks for having me. So, uh, friends, Kamaj is the founder and CEO of world's first and only sneaker subscription service, Sneaker Tub Corporation. In year 2009, he moved to Canada for his high studies and after graduation, he worked in the film industry. One day, he lost his job. Kamaj, let's start the conversation from that point. So, can you describe that exact moment what did you feel and what was going inside your mind when you were asked to leave your organization? Yeah, so I had been working for E1 for five years as a marketing manager. I managed a small team and uh, I led their marketing and in especially we specialized in uh, kids brands like Peppa Pig, Franklin, mm -hmm. PJ Masks, uh, Paw Patrol and all that uh, for distribution and marketing in uh, Canada and the United States. Um, so uh, what happened was Sony or Fox, either one of the two um, acquired, not acquired, they um, they invested in E1 or E1's run by a hedge fund. So um, they do a lot of investments and you know they change people around like every year kind of stuff. Um, and so there were two teams to manage from the Fox, Fox or Sony side and us uh, and obviously the the acquired group uh, got let go um so i i am not sure if i was i wasn't sad or like upset or anything because i um i had this seed in my mind that i wanted to um kind of you know quit my job and do something on my own but then yeah. uh, you know the severance was too good to just let go uh, um, 
and uh, I, I I thought uh, as soon as I was laid off, like this is probably you know it's a blessing in disguise, and it's probably the perfect uh, uh, scenario that I could be in, um, and uh, that's that's how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> So um, you you actually had two two job uh, two uh, choices right one is yeah. to working for someone else and uh, start something on your own you already yeah. had that in you inside you and you took the hard way yeah I mean I I went for a couple of interviews uh, I interviewed for an energy company and I'm like oh, I, I go into that boardroom and I'm like I this is not creative and you know I can't make a change here like you know certain companies people are still stuck in their own ways or like old ways and um, they kind of don't want to move forward like and like some of the companies that I pitched like my ideas to so this is like five years ago right so like digital media wasn't what it is now um so some of the ideas I pitched them they weren't really interested they're like oh like why, why, why do we need social media like why do we need to be on Instagram and why do we need to be on Twitter and Facebook and all that um so I'm like yeah might as well put the energy into something that I can control and uh something that I can navigate uh, and and build a brand and I even from small days I've always I, I, I say this quite often that I um, I have a problem with authority uh, and uh, you know I don't kind of listen to anyone or I, I'm not good at following orders so I think um, this is probably the best way uh, best way to move forward for me <laughs> so tell me about your beginning Kamaj um beginning as in beginning of the business the beginning go way back or what beginning of the business okay so beginning of the business uh sneak it up started in 2000 late 2015 early 2016 um we didn't have any accounts back then so so everyone we work with right now are direct with us so we have official yeah. accounts so we're not you know we're not buying stock from other people and passing it off to you we do have a few third-party suppliers but yeah but um, yeah all the brands we work with are mostly direct um so start, start if if i go right to the start zero customers day one um i built a website in two days um it wasn't the best website but you know it is it's still you know what we have right now is an iteration of like that older website but we're going through a little transformation now um so we i, I built a website all by myself didn't know how to do it or well, i had, had some background experience but didn't know how to do it on the platform we built it on like i built it on um had to learn everything myself um had to shoot all the photographs myself um and um we didn't have a way of acquiring product because we didn't have any accounts and i didn't i didn't even know accounts existed like i didn't know i didn't know how the industry worked in the first place but i just like dove head first into like shark infested waters and i'm like I'll, I'll figure it out as as i go um so first customers i reached out on instagram i hustled people on instagram gave them discount codes it got like the first 10 customers um uh, how i fulfilled orders uh in the first i'd say the first two months is used to buy at retail uh resell uh because we didn't have any accounts obviously um and um i think um then i started reaching out i kind of got like i had though i came from a marketing background i didn't exactly know because marketing in the film world is a little different than marketing in in the sneak industry right um mm -hmm. 
so I started like randomly reaching out to brands, randomly reaching out to publications and you know uh, websites, blogs, and all that. And uh, one of the blogs, one of the biggest blogs in um, Toronto called Blog TO picked us up. Um, so that gave us a surge in sales. We had like fifty orders in like the second end of the second month or like beginning of the third month um and i'm like oh like i can't buy like 50 pairs of shoes like at retail and you know can bring them you know i worked in the garage in my garage back in the day um you know it, it's not feasible like if if this is going to be a sustainable business that i i want to keep growing um we, we can't just like buy stuff off retail and flip because obviously you know there's profits that and margins that come into play, right? So wanted to reach out to brands. Uh, didn't know how to do that. Um, didn't know the organization structure of like a sales force in an organization like Puma or Nike or Adidas. I uh, just mm -hmm. tried to like, reach out to like info at like Puma.com and like didn't hear back. Uh, then I started doing some research. Uh, fig figured out that there was. A sales hierarchy where you know there's a sales director, VP of sales director, uh, and the sales rep for each region. So tried to started reaching out to them. Um, didn't get a call back. Didn't get meetings. Uh, and kind of stalked them for like a good two months. Um, I, my Puma first Puma rep was uh, Angie. Stalked her for like a good two months, and they didn't give us an account for a long time. Uh, got a pitch meeting, pitched it, pitched the idea because uh, like something like this was never heard of in the sneak industry because the industry is a little backwards though it's like moving forward right now with like resale and um, uh, like apps like Goat and like different kind of um, stores. Uh, but back in the day, like none of that was there. It was just like direct to retail, online. Um, they didn't even consider online like a big part of their business. So it was mostly traditional retail at the store level. Uh, but yeah, like after after a while, somehow convinced Puma, then got Saucony on board, then, you know, two two years later, opened up Milk, got New Balance on board. Now we're direct with everyone. So yeah, I, I guess like um, not giving up was probably um, the best thing I did because yeah, a lot of rejection, got, still got a lot of rejection. And like still there are, there's two brands that we don't work with, which still try to get those brands. It's just like the sales reps are anal or they're racist, like they're not giving us, they're not giving us the accounts, but yeah, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll keep, keep at it. We'll find other ways to kind of, kind of do it. So don't give up is probably the best, um, um, outcome that uh, came out of it and the best lesson I learned out of it. Um, mm. and, uh, yeah, you know, just being resilient and keep working at it and it, it'll figure itself out. Beautiful. I really like that answer, Tamaj. You said that, you know, uh, when you started, you had to learn everything on yourself, which mm. means that you invested time on yourself to develop and research, right? Yeah. And, and second point is uh, not giving up on your dream. Yeah. Beautiful answer. And this is a this is a unique idea, right? It's a complete new new idea. How did you develop this idea? I don't know, man. I wish I, I wish I could put down like an explanation for you, but I can't because like I'm a big fan of sneakers, big fan of subscription boxes. I uh, used to subscribe to like a lot of subscription boxes like Nerdblock, which I don't think exists anymore. It's like a nerd geeky, comic-y, gamey subscription apparel box, apparel and accessory box. Um, and I'm like, oh, there's 
nothing like this exists for like sneaker guys uh, and sneaker uh, industry is a billion dollar industry right now so like why don't i develop something for sneakers and it wasn't like i i wasn't sure if it was going to work out but um you know i i i did it i started it um without having the idea in my head and being like oh like i'll start tomorrow i'll start tomorrow. i like i'm pretty much in life like if i want to do something i'm i'm pretty much I'll, I'll dive like head first and like just figure it out later kind of thing that's that's exactly the way i work like all of the businesses are built and i'm currently building it just comes from an idea and like i i just do it um and uh, i think yeah i think that's 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 how that happened and i just married the two ideas together and it uh, worked out uh, worked itself out <laughs> awesome. so uh, you you only had 700 dollars it was there in uh, one of your interviews and you said yeah. uh, with 700 dollars you were ready to invest everything you got for mm -hmm. this idea yeah and and you did that uh, yeah. which clearly shows that uh, you are a high risk taker Uh, and and you turned this seven hundred dollars into a million dollar company right now. How did you do this? And what specific action did you take during this process? It's a, it was a slow process, man. Like the the million dollar valuation, which what in the last uh, two three months, I think that's shot up to like five mil now. Um, like last time I checked, it was at like. 5.8 or 6 million um evaluation wise which evaluations provided by clearbank so uh clearbank is an independent service so i don't know if it's 100% accurate because it, they don't take into evaluations probably more because they don't take into account that the brands we work with and all that it's it's merely like a financial snapshot um when when that evaluation is because right now puma doesn't give new accounts uh, new balance doesn't give any new accounts adidas is actually pulling accounts from uh stores that have accounts so it's got to be worth a little bit more than you know uh, what the financial snapshot shows uh mm -hmm. but it's a, I, i'd say it's a slow process it wasn't overnight it's been we've been i've been doing this for five years a lot of hustle a lot of moving shoes around in my car a lot of doing all the packing myself uh before we outsourced everything um still we still i do like if you know when 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 covid hit um we couldn't bring anyone into the warehouse because of covid restrictions i had to pack yeah. like 500 orders that month like myself and like we're five months into the business and i don't think anyone else would have done it or i don't, I don't know maybe people would have um but uh, but you know it's it's just it's not getting you know it's not getting your head swollen and you know it's not you do, you don't have to think you're a ceo or whatever if the business is yours the business is yours and you have to do every little dirty deed that the business needs and every little thing that the business needs um and there's no end to your responsibility it can be packing it can be marketing it can be like data entering it can be like doing meetings it can be like a lot of things you you should be ready to do anything without complaining if you really um love the idea if you really love the business and if you're really committed so i think um commitment and sticking with it is uh what uh got us here um and it's, it's and we don't um i i have i got in a partner very recently uh, about two years ago when we opened up the retail store uh, jason uh, who was a good friend of mine we have, we've had a uh, we've had a long history he used to uh, work with uh, me at e1 so we're both sneaker guys so i brought him in 
Um, he's, he specializes in relationships. Uh, he has a lot of industry relationships and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, he does a lot of, uh, he does a lot of the reaching out in like celebrity endorsements and stuff like that. Um, and, um, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> and I think, um, I, I think, yeah, it's, it's a slow build. Like nothing happens overnight. Patience is key. Um, you just have to be patient and keep doing what you do. Um, and also, if you're doing something wrong, figure it out and change your approach. We've we've done we did like the first few years we did a ton of um, influencer marketing. Uh, mm. We used to send a lot of packages to influencers, and that worked for a while. And then like the influencer marketing uh, uh, died down. Then we we invested a lot into uh, Facebook and Instagram ads, and you know that's how um, that's how businesses are built in current times right like if you don't invest in uh, if you don't invest in your business and if you don't you know whatever profit you make if you don't put it back into the business mm. there's, there's no growth like if you take if you take all of the profit and put it in your pocket and you know buy the latest flashiest car <laughs> that's that's the end of it like, and, and that's what i see a lot of young people doing especially in sri lanka because i think in in, in sri lanka it's really um like a car is a dream for like a lot of guys right it's a um in 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 north america and in europe a car is a necessity it's not like a flashy thing that you obviously rappers or like you know people who have money like yeah they buy their lambos and all that um yeah. if, if you have enough money you can flex that's fine uh but uh we get inspired by it uh and we we see people driving like fancy cars and uh, people, uh, you know, start their business thinking this is the final goal, but it has it has to go beyond that because, yeah, you you know you have enough money to buy a car and you put all your money in, you put a what ninety percent, you put ten percent down and put a ninety percent lease and you know you you buy a car, and then if COVID hits, what are you gonna do? right like so yeah. there's no no reserve in your bank account there is no rainy day fund um mm -hmm. it's it's just it's just about being intelligent and yeah, i think it ultimately comes down to loving what you do um versus you starting a business to acquire something like for me uh, i love what i do no matter even if i work well, 16 18 hours a day sometimes um it doesn't matter it doesn't feel like work because i I love what I do, um, and yeah, I didn't, I didn't start the business to earn money. It's just mm -hmm. uh, like earning a profit is a byproduct of like doing something mm -hmm. you love. No, no beautiful. Uh, something that I really like what you said is be committed to your cause, be committed mm -hmm. to your path. Amazing. And and when you when you start your organization, um, uh, you you have to you know compete with all these big players in the industry. And what are the challenges you face, and how did you overcome those challenges? Um, Competition-wise, uh, I'd say we are in a very unique position because we technically don't have a competitor. We subscription box-wise, we compete with like the clothing subscription boxes; those are our biggest competitors. But we're not like directly in competition with Nike or Adidas because you know they they cater to a different market. Um, mm. They cater to uh mostly hype and new release shoes but we don't we don't kind of play that game where we're in a very very different very weird niche spot 
Um, challenges we faced was probably getting the accounts, as I mentioned before. So that's uh, it's still a challenge, as I told you before, that we we faced. But um, but competition-wise, it's we've never thought about it that way. Like uh, uh, the brands we work with are more of our partners than competitors because we we're not a traditional retailer, but we fall into a retailer category. So yeah. Mm -hmm. They're not directly competing with us, but it's, uh, uh, but yeah, acquiring the brands and you you know keeping keeping the brand alive and you know putting out fresh content and that's that's sort of those are sort of the challenging things that we face. But it's um, you know you 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 plan and you execute accordingly according to your business needs and according to the ever changing landscape of the business environment uh, and you should be fine it's just um for example when covid hit um a lot of the other retailers pulled back their marketing budgets i doubled mm -hmm. it uh because i knew people were going to stay at home and they're going to you know they're going to shop and also yeah. uh because a lot of other people pulled back the paper clicks or the cpms like went down the cost cost per impression yeah. went down so we got better mileage uh out of the money we put in so um you gotta. Amazing. So that, that's a, that's a risk as well. So you you just gotta, you know, you just gotta take risks, but be willing to uh, face the repercussions of the risk. So you still take heavy risks like uh, previously, like you you have taken, or you just um, calculated risk that you are currently taking for. Oh, whenever I can, man. Whenever I can, I take risks. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. There, there's not a lot of risks to take right now. Like. Other than you know, dumping a lot of money on social media, which, which we are really you know we work with a company in Sri Lanka. One of my friends, uh, Dinesh, owns this company called Reap Digital. Alavi AI, there like that's the AI partner of Reap. Mm -hmm. uh, they've helped us grow. They've helped us maybe quadruple our business in the last year or so. Um, so I leave all of the data stuff to them. Um, how ads are placed and which audiences to choose because they are experts at that. Um, okay. And uh, I drive the creative. I, I like to touch upon one uh, uh, area of your previous answer, actually, the commitment and the focus. So how do you how do you stay focused during during your journey? And what are the three key activities you do every single day to be on like keep on keep your focus on the, on your track? Oh, believe me, man, I get distracted. <laughs> I get I get distracted a lot. Whenever I remember like what two months ago when like the new NBA game came out, like I was like five days in a row, like not doing my work. Like, you know, like I I'm I'm practical because like even though I say work hard and you know, you know, focus on the things that you do, everyone has flaws, right? Like yes. gaming's kinda like my 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 weakness. And I haven't been doing it a lot, like in the because I have two kids and like with kids, there's only like a limited amount of time you have for yourself. Um, and I haven't been doing that a lot, but like when the N new NBA came up, like I stayed up and, you know, played the game, but uh, but caught up during the day to, to my work. Uh, but I think the most important thing is being true to yourself and believing in believing in your end goal. Like what's, what's, what's your end? You, you got to figure out your end goal, like whatever business it is, like, there should be it should be it could be a numbers goal it could be like other goals like 
um, like if you want to, you know, if you want to flip the business or if you want to like sell the business, if you want an investor, whatever, all those can come into play. Like it's, it's, it's up to you to figure out your personal goal with the business, but it's, it's, it's having a clear goal and working towards it is probably, uh, my advice. And it, it, it really helps entrepreneurs when you have, when you have an end point, uh, rather than you just doing the business. Like it could be an annual goal. It could, could be like like your macro goals and your micro goals, and you can hit like the micro goals and then like the overall macro goals. Um, but yeah, having 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 a proper understanding of where you want to go really helps. Great. So, which means that we need to have clarity about our goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly what it means. So uh, we we all share the same twenty four hours. How do you use your twenty four hours? <laughs> um i do a lot of things right so uh i i do podcasts i have two youtube channels um i work out at least two hours a day uh have kids go to the warehouse work dog. <laughs> sorry plus a dog yeah a dog's dog's the biggest guy <laughs> so like, yeah i have three children <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, man, it's it, it's. I wish I could say time management, but I'm terrible at managing time. Uh, but I kind of know what I need to get like, and and I'm like terribly disorganized. I don't write things down. Um, like my meetings are in my phone. Like my calendar is probably like the only thing I have written down. Um, like everything's in my head. It's all jumbled up, but I kind of know what I have to do. I've never been like super organized. That's one of my weak weaknesses. But I. I can't be organized. Like, I, you know, I, I buy all these softwares and like try to be organized, but I'll enter it in like two days and then I, I, I won't. That's, that's a personal weakness of mine, but you, you got to learn to work around that. Um, I, what was the original question again? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I, I want to, want to know how do you use your 24 hours? Yeah, there's no plan. I don't I don't plan my 24 hours. It's just I take each day uh, what needs to get done gets done and whatever doesn't get done move to the next day. Uh, I wish there was a better way, but this is what works for me. It works for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, we um, it's the final question now from me, my end. Uh, yeah. Why why you do what you do, Kamaj? I want to know your why. Um, it's happiness, man. At the end of the day, it's, uh, if I'm happy and if I go, like I, if I'm happy about what I do in life, um, money doesn't matter. Uh, like as long as I have enough money to live and pay the bills, that's all I care about. Um, the car I drive doesn't matter as long as it's safe, it's comfortable and it's got four wheels and it gets me from point A to point B. Yeah. Obviously I'd like a better car, but it's, Hey, if it works, it works, right? And yeah. uh, a lot of people think a car is not an investment. Uh, a car is a liability. So yeah. uh, <laughs> cars are like, technically cheaper here than Sri Lanka. But um, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to happiness. Um, I'm, I'm happy in what I do. And when I wake up in the morning, I'm happy. Uh, when I go to work, I'm happy. Um, it's overall happiness. Like happiness is why I do what I do, and I feel happy doing what I do. I love that answer, Kamaji. 
especially the 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 moment you said that you know when you wake up you are happy and when you go to work you feel happy so that's that's beautiful that's beautiful this is definitely yeah. going to be one of my favorite show, uh, episodes <laughs> i'm i'm i really love your energy and love your passion amazing thank you um, so that this conclude our official uh, questions we are moving into the second segment it's called fire sure. five yeah uh, so i'm going to ask you five a uh, powerful questions and every answer should be in one word or one sentence right ready yeah complete impromptu so three failure three failures that you are proud of uh not getting a vans account not getting an a6 account and probably being laid off from my job is could be a failure <laughs> but yeah awesome beautiful so uh what makes you unique what, what makes you what makes you unique in your business we actually gave that answer in your yeah it's a uh, i figured out a different business model which doesn't exist in the industry and i developed it shall one skill you want to learn before end of this year one skill wow. <laughs> uh it's it's a tough probably i don't know if it's a skill but being more organized i think i can get more things done if i was a little bit better organized so i don't know if it's a skill you can learn but well if you can inject it into me please someone who can please contact me <laughs> you you are a man who built a million dollar <laughs> company being terribly disorganized <laughs> so uh, all right so the fourth question is uh, what is the one wish uh, what is the one thing you wish to accomplish before you die um uh, just being a good human being man and you know leaving a legacy where other people will look at my life um not talking about my early life which is a whole other thing you could go into uh, which would not leave a la lasting legacy if you ask me uh, but yeah from like now on from you know from once <laughs> once i was able to understand certain things on my own and figure out this is the way to you know like be a proper like a good human being um just so that people will look at my life and be inspired to do and you know do what they do and believe in themselves so that's i want to leave i want to die um as a man who has done no harm to society but only done positive things wow amazing i love that answer love that answer so the final question what is this moment means to you like right now what is it means to you uh we're in a global crisis you know global pandemic you mean like this moment this moment we're having right now right now, right now right. this moment what we are sharing right now right now <laughs> um i mean if if people can learn something from this um because there's a lot of chaos in the world right now and people a lot of people lost jobs they you know they don't know uh what to do they can't figure out their next move uh but yeah if you ever had an idea and if you ever had something that you you know wanted to try out i think this is the best time uh and if you know if i can do it dude anyone can do it like it's 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 not i i i didn't always you know get the best hand served to me um I, but when i when i decided to kind of look at things a little differently and change my perspective i think it shifted 
um, and it, it's it's all. I, I believe that it's all in you, in in yourself. That you, you know, positive, negative outcomes, whatever. It's what you put out to the world that you kind of get back. Um, so if you ever wanted to try anything, this is the time to do it. Amazing! What a way to conclude this session. How much? How much? Uh, thank you so much for sharing your experience. I know within thirty minutes we we, we can't. you can share a lot but yep. uh, definitely you have add value to me and i'm sure our audience our uh, family one way motivation family is um, absorbing your energy absorbing your experience because your life uh, the the way that you narrate your life can be someone else uh, guidelines as well mm -hmm. so thank you so much for sharing uh, your experience this is my favorite episode i'm not uh, telling this to sugar caught you frankly this is thank you so uh, i'm i'm honored i'm deeply honored and humble to have you uh, here and accepting my invitation such an incredible moment such a such an incredible uh, value chat we had friends uh, thank you so much for investing time your precious time i know it's a little late 10:30 right now it's the first time actually we are we are going live uh, <laughs> this time so uh, i deeply i deeply appreciate uh, the time that you have invested and as a community we are fueled and nourished by your love and the energy that you are presenting and if you think that this discussion can help to change someone's life please uh, share with them share your comments and suggestions on the comment section where we can learn and serve you and if you want to uh, connect with kamaj i will share all the links uh, i'm sure that he's an uh, he will definitely assist you he will definitely guide you and help you because he's an kind human being who going who's uh, who's willing to go that extra mile to help you and that assurance i can give it to you and thank you so much kamaj uh, thank you so so much thank you sharing this uh, valuable um, you know uh, 30 minutes with uh, with us uh, friends until next time be phenomenal send a lot of love stay connected with one minute motivation community and be inspired take care god bless you good night good night